0: This is Cecilia from Gothic Tropic, and you're listening to KUCI Irvine 88.9. 88.9. It's got, like, a great ring to it.
1: The views and opinions expressed on this program do not necessarily represent those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. For more information on this or other KUCI programs, visit KUCI.org or KUCITalk.org.
2: everybody to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. You are listening to Theoriosity, the only show on these airwaves that dives right into the world of the paranormal, conspiracy, rarities, oddities, and the curious. And today I have two special guests with me. Would you like to introduce yourselves?
1: I'm uh, Tom Slenderbrook. I'm uh, first year here.
2: Nice.
3: <laughs> My name's Anas. I'm a fourth year here, so approaching the end.
2: Nice, so you, you two are both interns. And how are you guys liking KUCI so far?
3: I think it's great. I mean, I think I should have joined earlier. It's pretty fun.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm glad I joined first year, because we're just sitting in a room surrounded by CDs. And that's just pretty cool. I can go and listen to any of these. Yeah, yeah. man, you got four <laughs> years to go. Have fun. Exactly, <laughs> I'll get through about maybe one row with these and that's about it.
2: <laughs> Yeah, and of course, there's no problem with you sticking around after graduation. We have plenty of uh, past students and community members, so don't worry, you still have time. Yeah, if I'm (laughs) in the area. Right, right. So, today's topic is urban legends, and which ones people think are true, which ones are obviously not true, and I'm going to kind of tell you some of the more popular ones, and you guys can decide amongst you two whether you think they are rooted in any truth or if they're just totally things that people made up so for those who don't know an urban legend is a humorous or horrific story or piece of information circulated through time especially um when people tell them they often tell them as this story either happened to them or someone they knew or like oh my cousin's friend you know distantly related but it's usually told that way (laughs) or you know i saw i read it in the newspaper you know
1: my friend's friend
2: yeah but they always tell it as if it's a true story so here goes number one a girl was silently murdered in a library and nobody around helped in fact nobody around even noticed do you think that's a true story or it's just a myth
3: i mean are there details of how she got murdered
2: uh stabbed so a girl in a library with other people around stabbed and no one not only just didn't do anything but nobody even noticed
1: well i think it's very good manners of the girl getting stabbed (laughs) because you do need to stay quiet in a library so you know she (laughs) held in her screens just to not interrupt the other people's learning
3: that's one way of looking at it
1: (laughs) so yeah i totally believe it you believe it? Uh I don't. I don't actually think it, it. It's true. It seems like stabbing is a way to go. Where you would normally scream. Pretty. You don't just die immediately mm-hmm. from a stab, mm-hmm. so you would scream pretty quickly. But I don't know. Something around the mouth. I yeah. guess still muffled screams. But.
3: <laughs> I totally believe it. I think it could happen. Because <laughs> I mean, let's say the dude that. Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't have to be a dude. It could be a girl, that murdered her. I mean, they could easily keep her quiet. And if it's like in the back of the library, we weren't. We don't know exactly where in the library. Could have been in the basement or like the tenth floor <laughs> or something behind all the bookshelves. And if people see, like, look at when you go to the library and you see someone on the floor, are you like, oh, they're dead? No, they're probably stressed from all the classes and they're probably just taking a nap because they're that stressed.
1: Your your library in this scenario is like a multi leveled labyrinth of <laughs> I mean, gargantuan. Have you been in libraries, libraries here? True, very true. <laughs> you could probably go to like floors. the science library and nobody right. would know this for a long time, but
3: I a hundred percent think plausible could've happened.
2: Okay. So this story was true. Unfortunately. It happened to a girl named Betsy Ardsma back in November 28th of 1969. So she was actually a student at Penn State mm-hmm. and was went told her dorm mates and her friends, oh, I'm going to go to the library to study and do research on my paper. But instead, she suffered a single stab wound to the chest. And there was even students within feet of the crime scene who reported not hearing anything, not seeing anything, not hearing no ruckus, nothing. She was in the, it's famously called like the girl in the stacks, because she was within the stacks of the books. Mm -hmm. And till this day, no one knows exactly what happened. Um, Reportedly, right after it happened, two men walked out of the library and told the clerk, oh, hey, someone needs to go help that girl. And then they went and looked, and then the other students, like, freaked out, you know, tried to get her help, but unfortunately, she was stabbed through the heart and bled out. Yeah. And no one was able to identify those two men. They were not students there. And till this day, nobody knows what happened. It's still an unsolved case.
3: That's unfortunate.
2: Yeah. Seems strange for
1: two men, if they were the one that did it, Mm -hmm. to go up to someone and say, hey, here's the (laughs) murder victim. Just did that. (laughs)
2: yes so now we'll move on to the second one which unfortunately is not a happier story
0: Wow. so
2: all of these are kind of not i feel like a lot of them are cautionary tales as we will see when we move on but so the second one this story has been told in every single which way but essentially the same thing as someone who is working in some sort of a factory usually with a large oven like industrial ovens Something goes wrong within the oven, and they go in to check, usually without letting anyone know, hey, I'm going inside the giant oven, and someone ends up turning it on, and unfortunately they are cooked alive. Do you think that's something that's actually happened, or that's just something we tell people to scare them away from, you know, worker safety, you know, Teaching kids, hey, you know, don't touch yeah. hot stuff. Do you think it's real or that's Con- just a cautionary considering tale? Considering
3: that the late 1800s had horrible workers' rights mm-hmm. and safety was not the priority, I think out of, you know, all the boom and in industrial revolution, someone could have accidentally got cooked. I think so.
1: Oh, yeah, totally. I think, you know, this I'm is also... i not happy to say it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. This is also uh, uh, the first plot point in the movie Prometheus... No, not Uh Prometheus, Elysium. He jumps into a big radiation thing and then someone's like bloop and turns it on for some reason. So I think it seems like something which is plausible enough, right? Mm -hmm. Because it's just, you know, somebody being a little bit stupid and then ending up with another person doing something that kills them. Yeah, like that's more than reasonable.
2: Yeah, so unfortunately, this one is also true. Um, The exact case that we're talking about, I believe happened in the late 70s, and it was an industrial-sized oven at the British kayak factory, where one of the ovens was malfunctioning and the supervisor went in to check to see what was going on, didn't tell anyone else that he was going in, and another worker kind of figured out what was wrong, was like okay turn the oven back on and of course with their safety things doors automatically lock when the oven turns on and uh because of the loud noises no one really realized until smoke was coming Mm -hmm. out and even had a little bit more of a dash of unfortunateness the worker that turned it on was actually engaged to that supervisor's daughter so he Uh. accidentally murdered his father-in-law future father-in-law wow
1: that is an awkward wedding yes it's difficult because i'm happy that i got the question right (laughs) but also (laughs) (laughs) just heard a gruesome death story so mixed emotions yeah this is is
3: dark (laughs) wow you got another one yeah i got a
2: whole i got a whole list so this next one is another story that has been told in many different ways but essentially a woman is rushed to the er they're not really sure what is happening to her but she is de-escalating quickly and something is happening where the medical staff falls ill in this specific story um when they're exposed to her body they experienced different things like fainting, shortness of breath, muscle spasms, coma-like states. And five staff end up hospitalized, and two of them remained in intensive care for two weeks because of... No one's really quite sure, but it was because of this lady. Did
3: they survive?
2: The woman who was brought the in? The
1: workers, the doctors. Yes,
2: all the medical staff survived.
1: I think I've heard this one before. Mm-hmm. Um, posted on the internet somewhere about a lady that started exuding a liquid throughout her whole body. Yeah, the And then this liquid is what got people sick. Yeah, it's
2: like some sort of oil that was yeah. coming from her body.
1: Yeah. And but I'm I'm not sure if that was just someone posting something on the internet to freak people out because I mean that's a pretty common thing. hmm Uh but because I heard it, I'm going to say it's true. <laughs> you think it's true? Okay. This, Which I guess isn't the right thing to do with urban legends, but you know.
3: This one is pushing it for me. Um, it just seems so outrageous, <laughs> urban legend-like, that someone goes into a hospital or a medical clinic and suddenly the staff there get symptoms.
1: But if that's going to happen anyway, it's going to be a hospital, right? Because that's where you go when you've got something messed up yeah so you know if it's gonna happen anywhere it's gonna be doctors getting sick from a patient it is
3: it is i think maybe like the 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 medical staff were already sick and it just so happened to be <laughs> <this> <laughs> they woman were all that came sick at the same time. Her. yeah coincidence happened. <laughs> i mean there's seven billion people things happen mm-hmm. um i'm gonna say i don't believe this one
2: Okay, well, unfortunately, this story is true. Uh, three this, true in a row. This happened, It w- unfortunately, was Gloria Ramirez, and this was February 19th, 1994, and this happened at the Riverside Medical Center, which is about 30 minutes out from us. Oh, wow. And, yeah, she was actually uh, dying of cervical cancer in her home, and she got very, very sick, and she was called 911, rushed to the ER, and yeah they couldn't unfortunately she did pass away they were unable to save her but there was all these like really weird things happening like body was covered in an oil they couldn't uh identify and when they try to draw her blood there was like thick crystals within her blood and they also did um what is it called when they shock you because uh, her heart shock. was oh uh, oh, oh uh,
3: defibrillator yeah, yeah that's it
2: a- yeah and that's kind of when everyone <laughs> started fainting and th- there were two of the nurses were in intensive care for two weeks because they couldn't move their bodies they were like they were having spasms it was full-on things and till this day there's not really a reason why this happened because of course they did an autopsy and all this stuff and there was nothing toxic within her body besides the fact that she had cancer but being around someone who has cancer that's not gonna besides happen cancer there was nothing like there was no radiation nothing Mm. like that and they think that what might have happened was mass hysteria and when one person starts freaking out that could lead everyone else to start Mm -hmm. freaking out Mm -hmm. and a lot of the symptoms they had weren't really that crazy shortness of breath dizziness Mm. the other ones were and the fact that you know they say the mind's a powerful thing if you can convince yourself i'm sick you're gonna be sick Mm yeah yeah so.
1: But then it's difficult to convince yourself there's crystals in the blood of the person that you're right. operating on.
2: And weirdly enough, um, they did, because it was an emergency, right? They evacuated the other patients mm-hmm. and they, like, had the rest of the medical staff change their clothes and put it in bags so that it could be tested to see, like, what kind of radiations happening, you know, so they can, like, clean it up. And all of that just went missing. Her mm. blood samples <laughs> just went missing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh so they there's a lot of talk whether it was on the hospital trying to like cover up some malpractice maybe they Mm -hmm. weren't up to code on things something mysterious (laughs) was happening it's still kind of in the mm, people aren't quite sure what's exactly happened there
1: a very convoluted attack
3: (laughs) it reminds me of this one story happened out in the midwest of airplanes flying over this small little town mm-hmm. and then they dropped like foam or or goo or something <laughs> and then people took the goo to get scientifically tested and the scientists were like we've never seen this before mm-hmm. we didn't even know what it is and then the government came in and said hey you can't test this so they took it away and no one has ever <laughs> seen the the goo or crystal since whatever it was i don't really remember but it's just very similar you know, things happen to disappear.
1: I thought you were going to go a whole, uh, what's it called, chemtrails? Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> <Hang on. laughs> There's
2: actually a really infamous, um, alien tale that mm-hmm. this man, um, he said, like, these aliens landed in his backyard, and that they, like, were, like, they literally just asked him for stuff, like, oh, can we have water <laughs> and, like, these supplies, and he was, like, sure, and he gave it to them, and then they are like, okay, here, and they gave him pancakes, and then they left and then he's like yo i gotta get this tested and they got it tested and the only thing that was in them was flour like water and i think like sugar and then he said that he ate them and they weren't even good
1: oh.
2: but they have pictures <laughs> of the pancakes <laughs> it was, uh, i think that was back in the 70s I'm,
1: i met these aliens and they made terrible pancakes <laughs> <laughs> what a story let's not make contact with them now if they think <laughs> this is good <laughs>
2: Okay, so the next urban legend is one that I was told specifically by my dad when I was little, and I'm kind of upset why he would tell me this because it makes me upset that this is something that they say has happened, but that back in the day, (laughs) (laughs) back in the day, um, there was like this little old grandma, and she had a little poodle, and this was like back, um, probably like in the late no like 60s and she would give her dog a bath and in order to like make it all cute and fluffy she would put her dog in the oven at an extremely low temperature like 90 (laughs) just to dry (laughs) its fur and i guess back in the day that was acceptable
0: Uh uh-huh
2: um and it worked and the dog was completely fine it was just you know 90 degrees isn't that bad Mm -hmm. you know you leave your dog in there for 10 minutes comes out cute and fluffy whatever so uh of course she was old and technology changed over and she ended up getting a microwave, and so oh, they God. tell her, uh-huh. oh, like, you know, a microwave's just like an oven, so why not just stick the dog in the microwave? That'll mm-hmm. be faster, and then the, you know, you can't put a dog in the microwave, and then the dog gets cooked.
1: That is on the instructions for microwaves. <laughs> uh.
2: The story has also been told uh, that it was also a cat, depending on who tells you the story.
1: It could be a whole host of animals, mm-hmm.
3: um totally hundred percent undoubtedly
1: you you absolutely believe this absolutely someone I don't know, I feel like I feel like someone wouldn't i mean I guess because I now know what a microwave is, and I guess mm-hmm. this person didn't really, yeah, but I just don't think someone would really happily just use a new piece of technology to slightly cook their cat. Or dog.
3: I mean, did you hear a couple of years ago when people started microwaving their iPhones because they thought it would recharge it?
1: Oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, I think it's the same thing.
1: Yeah, but iPhones aren't alive, right? <laughs> You're not going gonna... to... It's sort of a different it, thing if, there, if, isn't
3: it? it? It is a little bit different, but if you can put your dog or cat in the oven mm-hmm. and you have this brand new microwave, which heats up food, you know, in some way that you don't really understand, but hey, it works... <laughs> Well, why not heat up my dog? Make it poofy. Make it nice. (laughs) I
1: I problem is with this microwave. It's going to be revolutionary for dog warming. Um, I'm going to say it's not true. I think it's true.
2: Well, I'm glad to say this is false. What? There's never been an r- actual reported incident of this happening. Not reported. Yeah,
3: but I say It's <laughs> probably happened. Not
2: actually <laughs> reported or any proof, but, but it the is The government something have that people covered it
1: up. hmm
3: <laughs> They take away the corpse. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay. So the next one is also a really popular one that I've heard since I was a kid. hmm And it's been told it's again. <laughs> uh in different ways but essentially the story goes that a woman stops for gas late at night um parks her car goes inside to pay and notice that a man in a truck is watching her and her car so she's like okay that's weird she pays gets her gas and then goes on her way and she's driving like i think on the freeway or something and the truck starts following her and so she gets a little bit freaked out. she's like okay maybe they're, we're just going the same way And the car starts tailgating her and flashing their headlights at her. And so she's like, oh, is this person trying to, like, make me pull over? Like, I don't know what's happening, so I'm just going to keep driving. But they keep, like, periodically just flashing their high beams and even bumping the back of her car. And so she gets freaked out. And so she speeds directly to a police station. Luckily, she knew where it was. (laughs) And... uh, she hops out of the car, and she's, like, ready to run inside and, like, scream for help because this man in the truck is chasing her. And then the man jumps out of his truck, but instead of chasing her, runs over to her car and pulls out someone who was in her backseat trying to kill her. And the reason he was flashing his lights at her was that he would see him rise, and he had a weapon. So he would flash the lights, and then he would, like, cower and, like, hunch back down. Mm-hmm. And eventually, like, they were, they were there and they got caught and dealt with.
1: This mm. story is every single fear I have put into <laughs> one. Yeah, uh, uh, Lay-bys at night, you know, <laughs> in, by a motorway. Someone being in the back of a car. I mean, someone following you in a car. Those are the three scariest scenarios <laughs> you can ever have.
3: And you have someone in the back, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's a pretty big one out of those three.
3: Do you check the back seat every time you get in your car?
1: Uh, yeah, absolutely. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> absolutely. I, yeah, do. I, have to. I used to check the boot as well, the trunk. <laughs> so, <laughs> But um, I can totally see this one happening. At least, you know, at least the person hiding in the backseat and someone else noticing it and trying to get their attention. Mm-hmm. I can totally see that happening. So I'm going to say true for this one
3: don't want to change your answer
1: yeah no this is my final answer what do i win
3: (laughs) (laughs) i think it's not true because it's conveniently like the dude didn't even touch the the woman driver Mm -hmm. the entire time not even when she pulled into the police station and stopped and he was like this is my opportunity to fulfill this murder that i'm trying to do the car stopped. Well,
2: the story goes that he probably entered her car while she was inside the gas station paying. Mm-hmm. So that's when he got in. Yeah. So. And then hid. and Hid. Why the man didn't say something at that moment. Oh, yeah. The truck know. driver
1: was just staying in his truck. Like, yeah, I'll just, I'll just tell her later. <laughs> she gets <laughs> into the car and is like, yeah, it's probably fine. <laughs> <laughs> I think... I've already locked in my answer, so I can't yeah, change okay. it now, but... <laughs> my my lock-in
3: is... I think it's not true. The story
2: is not true. No. Mm-hmm. Oh. Again, it's never. there's never been an actual case of this happening, but it is one of those cautionary tales mm-hmm. to... Mm be aware of your surroundings Mm -hmm. and check the back seat because there (laughs) has been things of people, you know, sneaking into cars and hurting people, but not this specific story of then someone chasing you and, like, trying to warn you that way. That's never actually happened. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm. God, (laughs) I really do not like that story.
2: (laughs) So the next one Mm -hmm. is also been told in many different ways but essentially it's either um someone is out doing something they're not supposed to usually robbing people breaking into places robbing like a convenience store they're running away hiding from police or whoever's chasing them and they decide to hide in a dumpster and they hide out there and of course the trash people come And they get kind of, you know, booted into the trash truck. And if you don't know, trash trucks compress all the trash. Mm -hmm. And a person cannot survive that. So the story essentially of being crushed by a trash truck. I don't know. It's also been told in, like, kids who Mm -hmm. are, like, playing hide-and-go-seek and hiding in their trash cans outside. And that unfortunately happening... But, you know, it's the same baseline
0: yeah.
1: Hiding
2: in a trash can Putting through a trash compactor I've,
1: I've heard this one With a uh, homeless person gets a wheelie bin Right sleeps in a wheelie bin And then that gets picked up and thrown So mm-hmm. I don't know, I'm trying to think Like, You would think they would have Like a fail safe within the trash compactor But then mm-hmm. that in itself Is like, where would you put that? You can't just have a button somewhere Because mm-hmm. that wouldn't work so I can just totally I can totally see they're like, ah it will never happen. At least some like early point in trash compacting business. And then someone gets crushed in that, so I don't know, this comes off as sorta of a couple cases of this must be true. Yeah. Must be <laughs> I think be. if
3: if we've heard of it in so many different forms, it's just one of those cautionary tales that seems so plausible but it it never actually happens for whatever reason. That's what I think.
1: Yeah, I guess when Final you pick answers. up a yeah, I guess when you pick up a, a a bin and it's you know human level heavy, like there's a person stuffed in there, you would sort of notice that, right? Unless
2: sometimes um, if it's like a dumpster, it's picked up by the truck itself. Oh, yeah. so yeah, it's true. not an actual person dumping it.
1: Okay, yeah, no, I'm gonna say it's true. <laughs>
3: I I think because it seems so it's ironic because it seems so plausible but (laughs) it's just one of those things I think parents would tell their kids hey don't hide in the dumpster I think it's not true
2: unfortunately this story is very true wow and it's so true that it has happened so many times I couldn't find just one story to share of it like this happens pretty frequently like everywhere like around the world whether it is a lot of the time <laughs> oh homeless God. people uh, or, you know, unfortunately kids who, I guess, don't know better. And there's Genius. been times where the actual, like, once it's compacting, they can't stop it. Mm-hmm. There's no, like, stop the compacting button. And so kind of, like, the trashmen just kind of, like, have to deal with it and then, like, call someone it's really uh, sad you
3: would think if it happened so many times the people who made the trucks were like let's put an emergency shut off button like there are an elevator i hope
1: that there is now yeah i'm just thinking about the experience of the uh the the trashman you know standing there listening to it and they're just like "Mm, okay
3: (laughs) (laughs) man darker than i thought
2: (laughs) And on that note, we have reached the end of today's episode. Okay. So I hope you two so
3: who won?
1: had fun. <laughs> no, you won. Were you, you won. keeping you score? Won. I wasn't keeping I, I score. I wasn't keeping score, <laughs> but that's. the that Well, we can listen back and try to figure <laughs> it out.
2: And of course, I want to thank all of you guys for tuning in to Theoriosity. I have finally put up all past recordings and all future recordings will be going up onto the blog, which is Theoriosity.tumblr.com. There you can find more information, pictures, and whatnot of all the stories here that I tell. And, of course, thank you for listening, and I hope you guys stick around for the next show, which is the Art Club with Allie. Keep it locked here on KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.